Welcome to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. Hello, everyone. My name is Anjali Baiju, and welcome to this week's episode of the McKnight's Newsmakers Podcast. After an especially hot summer, many of us thought the winter would offer a refreshing change. However, recent findings have shown that a severe flu season could be in the making. Beyond the flu, both COVID and RSV rates are increasing. That has the making of what some are referring to as a triple demic. Today, I'm sitting down with Leslie Thurman Black, regional nurse consultant with Mission Health Communities, to discuss how operators can best tackle any outbreaks in their facilities, as well as the potentially game-changing new RSV vaccine. All right, Leslie, thank you for coming on today. We're thrilled to have you here. Let's jump right into this by framing what could be ahead for providers. I mean, this sounds like it could get pretty serious, right? Absolutely. As we're looking at a triple-demic, I think it's really, really important for our nursing homes to be watching, be paying attention to what's happening in our communities, making sure that we are reaching out to our local health departments, our state organizations, local hospitals, really being in touch with what's happening in the community that you operate, making sure that those lines of communication are open so that we know when things are happening and we can respond quickly. So it's all about the response then and getting started and working immediately. Nip the problem in the bud, correct? Yes. So my first question, some people find it ironic, is that scientists have stated COVID restrictions may have contributed to the recent increase in flu and RSV, and overall decreased the term that we heard a lot during the pandemic, the herd immunity. So what are your suggestions for preventing outbreaks in the long run if things like mask mandates and social distancing only offer a temporary solution? So, you know, one of the things in long-term care that we are basic tenants for infection prevention is vaccination. That's another one of those things that we have to do given our population, given the communal living that we have in nursing homes. Vaccinations is one of the big things that looking forward, we're going to have to make sure that our staff and residents are up to date with their vaccinations. Okay, so speaking about these vaccinations, I've read that 71% of adults ages 65 and older got a flu shot, but only 43% chose to get the COVID booster. So what's your advice? I mean, I have to ask to those listeners, the rest of those people who did not choose to get the COVID booster, and maybe they're on the fence about it. What's your advice for getting them to get that? Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, having the conversation with your provider, weighing the options again for you personally and making that decision with your provider after a conversation. But if you aren't able to get vaccinated, then taking the other precautions, watching yourself for any symptoms, being sure to socially distance if you are getting symptoms, possibly wearing source control, doing some of those other things to protect yourself and to protect others. So some of those things may be cleaning contaminated surfaces and hand washing and using proper respiratory etiquette, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, in those spaces that it's hard to constantly sterilize, like these long-term care facilities, 
what's your suggestion to operators? So for preparing for a possible triple demic, so there's a lot of things that operators can do to prepare reestablishing the lines of communication with your community, making sure that you're aware of what's happening so that you can make decisions in your facility, making sure that your policies and procedures are in place at the facility level for an outbreak, making sure that you have supplies and treatment protocols in place, and even maybe doing a, a little drill Say you have a case, what do you do? Talking through your communication plan with your staff, residents, and families. How are we going to get that information out? Doing all of the re-education on the topics that you talked about. Donning and doffing PPE, cough etiquette, and hygiene. Cleaning and disinfection practices. And then also, when you do see cases in your community, what are we doing about it? There's maybe some increased monitoring that we need to put into place. So this idea of the drill, I've, I've never heard of this concept before. I think it's a great idea. Can you expand a little bit more on that? Yep. So I would suggest like doing kind of like a tabletop exercise or like an emergency drill where all of, you know, at the facility level, all of the players, the important people, sit down and walk through, okay, what happens if we get a resident with RSV? What's our next step? And talking through all of the things that each department should do. You could even do a walkthrough and identify the spaces that you can isolate. Look at your supply levels, almost like a mock drill in a way to get prepared. So, what is the timeline that you suggest for all of these different vaccinations, COVID, RSV, and flu? Yep. So in long-term care, or in early fall every year, we're used to getting our flu shots and doing a big flu campaign where we administer flu shots to our staff and residents. That's something that we do as soon as they become available. So COVID, we always suggest all the time that we are up to date with vaccinations all the time. So do you have any suggestions for how they should be spaced out or should they all be given the same setting? Mm -hmm. So that's something to always make sure and speak with your physician, but you can get the COVID and the flu shot together. RSV, when that becomes available, the timing on that I think will be different and we'll have to defer to your physician on that one. So what do you recommend about a strategy for nursing homes to keep residents and their staffs updated against COVID, especially you know, in the light of the recent dropped vaccine mandate for healthcare workers? So continuing to educate, continuing to bring it to the forefront, you can offer some flexibility and administering, really getting to the root of some of the barriers. Sometimes it's simply the time of day, maybe you need to make it available on all shifts and you have weekend workers. Maybe it's as simple as making those shots available on the weekends. Maybe just visiting with your staff one-on-one. -on -one. If you're vaccinated, leading by example is always a good strategy as well. So now I guess we can get into the new kid on the block, the, <laughs> the RSV vaccination was FDA approved, became FDA approved in May. 
there are two different types of vaccines, Pfizer and GSK. So do you expect or recommend these shots in nursing homes? So, like I said, vaccinations that we in long-term care, of course, really that's one of our tenants for infection prevention is vaccination. So definitely recommend being up to date and visiting with our providers as soon as we are able to get them on who should get them, what's appropriate, and rolling them out as soon as possible for those that are appropriate for it. Absolutely. And I know it's pretty early in the game. It just came out a few months ago. So I guess we'll have to wait for some more developments on that front. Mm-hmm. Just a general question. What is your advice for flattening the curve in general with all of these spikes? Mm-hmm. So getting back to the basics that we all know about, cough etiquette, hand hygiene, really monitoring yourself for symptoms, Don't go to work if you're sick. Getting back to the basics of infection prevention. What are some of the obstacles that operators might face? And what are some strategies that you suggest they could use to overcome these obstacles? One thing that I think we're going to see is vaccination fatigue. I think that's a real thing with our staff and residents. I could see them feeling a little hesitant to get yet another shot. So that's one of those things that we're just going to have to work through individually. Again, looking at the barriers, but I do see that as a potential issue. Definitely. I mean, I think that also not just for operators, I think everybody at this point is tired of getting vaccines and definitely worrisome because you think once I get this one, what if I still get it? But do you think this is more of a morale issue and something that we just need to push people to constantly stay up to date with? You know, I think it could be a morale issue. More vaccines, more shots. I could see people feeling like, oh, enough already. But, you know, encouraging people to be vigilant and just encouraging it as much as we can, I think is just the best strategy. So now before we close, I just wanted to ask, is there anything that you've heard of or are aware of in terms of this upcoming triple-demic that providers don't necessarily have to be too concerned about? Just so we can end on a more positive note. So anything that you think might be off base or anything you want to debunk? I don't know about debunk, but I think that, you know, after what we've been through the last few years in long-term care, we've learned a lot. We've overcome a lot. And so looking forward, I think we can reflect on some of the things that you did really well, reflect on some of the things that we could improve on. But I have to tell you, long-term care nurses and operators, we're a pretty resilient group. So I think after what we've been through, looking forward, I think we're up for the challenge if it happens again. We've been through a lot, and I think we can handle anything that comes our way. That's great. Leslie, thank you so much for coming on today. Your insight was very valuable. And now our listeners have an idea of how they can begin to bunker down and prepare for what's happening. And as you were saying, resilience is powerful, and it definitely goes hand in hand with preparation. And preparation is definitely what's going to help us here. I want to also thank all of our listeners for sticking around for this episode of McKnight's Newsmakers podcast. 
If you heard something that tickled your brain a little bit, there's a whole world of Newsmakers episodes out there. So please make sure you hit that subscribe button and tune into our episodes wherever you get your podcasts. This is Anjali Daiju from McKnight's, and here's to learning something new. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers podcast. For the latest in long-term care news, visit mcknights.com.